This is Center Stage, putting lawyers in the spotlight by highlighting attorneys and other industry experts to help take your law firm to the next level. Hey everyone, and welcome to Center Stage. I'm your host, John Henson. And this week, uh, I wanted to talk about an aspect of your overall marketing strategy that may not usually get the attention it deserves, and that is your PR, your, you know, your, your media relations and that side of things. And you know, regardless of how big or small your market is, whether you're in a 50,000-person town or you're in a huge metro area, I, I think you really can benefit from just building relationships with media outlets, whether it's your local newspaper, maybe local TV station, whatever the case is. And so to help us sort of do that this week, I have brought in a PR expert, Mickey Kennedy, uh, to help us talk about that. So Mickey, thank you so much for taking some time with us today. Oh, you're welcome. It's good to be here. Yeah. So before we jump in, you know, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. What is your background? How do you help people out? Okay. So, uh, my background is uh, I'm a creative writer. I did a MFA in creative writing with an emphasis in poetry and sort of uh, through being a server, realized that standing on my feet for 10 hours a day wasn't for me. So I went to work for a telecom startup in DC 25 years ago. And I uh, was introduced to press releases and had to write them and fax them. And uh, we had a, a state-of-the-art fax machine that held 100 numbers, and we had to reach 200 journalists. So I was programming them, sending, and then hitting delete to all those numbers and putting another 100 in. So oh. it was a very unglamorous job. But the thing I saw was a lot of journalists started to call and say, could you email me the press release? Because we published uh, traffic and statistics, a lot of data, and they felt it was easier to cut and paste in Microsoft Word. Um, so uh, light bulb went off and said, email seems a natural evolution uh, to press releases. And then was uh, all being done largely through faxing because you couldn't afford the newswires to send out through them. So uh, I spent about a year developing relationships with journalists and launched with almost 10,000 journalists in my database um, almost 23 years ago. And uh, it's just grown over time. Uh, the Newswire reached out to me over the years and said, hey, you should also send your releases out through us. And I'm like, hey, you charge $1,000 to move a press release nationally. And uh, my clients are paying me a couple hundred dollars. So what we did is we finally found a solution that works so that all of my clients receive a custom national distribution over a Newswire and gets that access plus the email distribution that we's always, we've always provided. And basically, I'm there to service uh, and help small businesses, startups, entrepreneurs, attorneys, authors, basically anybody who's trying to establish themselves and get their name and reputation out there. And the one thing that happens is when you get articles written about you, it, it's a big credibility boost and it yeah. looks good for you. Uh, even, you know, I always recommend that my customers share their successes uh, on their website, uh, take screenshots of, of media mentions and also let your social media know, let your customers know uh, they want to share in your celebrations as well. And they see that as really cool that this, you know, uh, in, in your case, an attorney uh, that's uh, uh, being profiled or spotlighted uh, for a particular topic or subject, uh, you know, that, that, that enhances and solidifies the relationship a little bit more and, and makes you, um, you know, really, 
I, I think it makes it easier for you to convert them and for people to uh, uh, reach out to you when there is a need. Yeah. So, all right. So let's start with the absolute basics. What, what exactly is a press release? You know, why, why should attorneys kind of have these readily available or have, you know, someone like you have, you know, be writing them up, you know, how exactly do they work? Right. So uh, basically uh, a press release is a third party announcement. Um, Generally, if you use first person in anything, it's going to be uh, in a quote uh, where you say something really fascinating. Uh, we hope <laughs> uh, right. you don't you don't want the quote to be a throwaway or something that could be easily paraphrased. It's your opportunity to shine because uh, press releases are basically pretty bland and and simplistic. Um, uh, the the real meat and potatoes behind it is the strategy, what it is you're announcing, why it's important and relevant to a potential audience, and if you can sort of crack the code of what people want to read about and how you fit into that, then you can reverse engineer press releases that do get media pickup and and do result in successes. Awesome. So whether it's, you know, law firm kind of maybe writing it on them for themselves, or they hire, you know, someone like you to write it for them, what, what sort of tips do you have or hacks or however you want to frame it for making a press release really good so that it actually ends up getting picked up. Right. I would say uh, it's less on the writing of the release or even the format of the release. It's more of what it is you're announcing. And I had mentioned strategy before. It really comes down to that because uh, I, my first book that I wrote was about writing the best press release. And I believe that if you wrote the perfect press release, you would get media attention. And then I would just set up great press releases for clients and watch them fail again and again. And I'm just like, but they were so well written. And what I realized is what they were announcing didn't matter. Uh, If you've got a new website or you made a charitable donation, um, you, um, you know, all the different things that, that, people sort of solidify in a press release. A uh, new hire is one of them. We have a new you know, a, associate in HR. Nobody cares about that. Or the people that care is very small. Maybe your local paper, maybe one key trade publication. Uh, in those instances, you don't want to use a paid service because it's, it's, it's a squandered opportunity. What you should be announcing are things that are more strategic and uh, make uh, that, that uh, you know, basically have you being the news. And uh, yeah. one of those that I, uh, I, I've championed because it works so well is to do a survey or study uh, within your industry or community. Uh, if you, you can author the study and get it out there and a lot of media will be really receptive to it. For example, um, it could be regional or an area survey in in your area about how certain legal concepts are dealt with by people. Um, You know, does, you know, um, if it's just uh, a survey of community members, uh, it could be, um, you know, do you know, who do you go to for legal advice? Uh, do you have someone who reviews your contracts? You know, do you have a will? Things like that. Uh, you could also do it right now uh, with the pandemic in mind. Are there questions about the pandemic 
that have a legal application um, that uh, you could ask some really relevant questions. Um, you then get the survey out there. Um, you can uh, put it on community uh, social media. Uh, hopefully you have a customer base that's willing to complete the survey. Generally, if you get 100 or more respondents, the media is okay with it, especially if it's local or regional that, you, that you're doing. Um, and you might be able to partner with some websites that have better traffic than you to say, hey, could you uh, tweet this or share it on your Facebook or social media um, or Instagram just to get a few more people completing the survey so you have a, a, a you know a, a more healthier healthier number of people. But um, then you would just uh, you know get get it out there, and uh, you could reach out to local journalists as well that cover your industry, uh, establish a relationship, say, I just published a survey, here's the results. Um, in those instances, you may not need a press release if you're just doing it yourself, um, just having the survey and maybe showcasing some bullets of what was the most interesting results and a couple of quotes by you of, of why those quotes were interesting. Um, and you know that's that's how it works. Uh, if, with us, we're more nationally minded. We can do the local saturation, but um, we really are looking for like national media attention for for um, our clients. And it, you know, newspapers, TV, radio, all different segments of trade publications and magazines and things like that. Um, you know, utilize the newswire. So there's lots of different paths an article could take as a result of your press release. But one on a survey or study on a really interesting topic um, generally gets, um, I see with our clients, on average, 12 to 18 articles, uh, original articles, not, a, a, not your press release uh, replicated on a website, uh, that syndication, SEO, you know, BS crap that doesn't matter. Uh, you, you get two visitors from that, but, you know, real bona fide articles that appear on real websites with, you know, real rich content that was written by a journalist. That's the real goal that we're looking for. And, and that happens uh, if you have something that's newsworthy and you just want to make sure that you're being strategic with what you're releasing and, you know, trying to reverse engineer something that uh, a, a community or audience might be receptive in hearing. Yeah. I mean, you made a couple of great points there. I mean, I, I think, you know, the, the survey idea is such a great idea for, you know, especially if you have a, a bigger email list. I mean, that's something that we're kind of doing right now where, um, you know, we have a weekly email newsletter that goes out. I have a question of the week there and we're just compiling all of this data in, in the hopes that we can release like a, a really big annual report and just have all kinds of good data and, and good bits there that, you know, we can push out to, to all kinds of people. And so that's a great way, you know, to do that. But then you also made a really good point earlier. Um, and it reminded me uh, of a quote, I can't remember who said it, but basically um, it, it said the best case or all the cases go to the best marketers, not the best attorneys. And, you know, if you have a good press release system like that, you know, you're getting that national recognition, you're building that credibility, you may not necessarily be the best lawyer, but for those people who really think they are, this is the kind of stuff that you need to do to really solidify that. Um, so you did mention that like, you know, having a good topic, having a good reason to submit that or push out that press release, um, you know, is, is kind of one of the reasons that they often end up failing. You know, it's just like a newspaper doesn't necessarily care about you hiring someone or anything like that, but you know, that's one of the reasons. Are there any other big reasons why a lot of press releases end up failing? 
I think the other thing is sometimes they write as if it's an article. Mm. So the format of it, I've seen so many people use puns in headlines and uh, it's clever, like New York Post style headlines. And you don't know what the story is about. So their thinking is the journalists will click through to read the press release. And my experience has been they won't. Uh, They view press releases on a newswire. And if they don't see the relevance to their industry, they're not curiosity seekers who are going to click on it. They're not your end users. So sometimes writing the press release as if it's an article for an end user uh, comes across the wrong way, especially with journalists. If you're utilizing puns and cleverness and and, and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff where they're really just looking for objective third-party content, uh, you can say it in a way that's cool and refreshing, but you know, do I know that it, it addresses my industry, the beat that I write on, and is, is it something that you know I, I would want to learn more about? Yeah. It's all about knowing your audience too. And knowing like the medium for which you're publishing it, you know, you're going to write, you know, blog articles on your website a little bit differently because that's going to inject a little bit more of your personality, but this is, you're pushing out to other outlets, you know, who may not share your same tone or style or anything. So you just got to, got to match that. So that's, that's really great advice. Um, So I want to like, let's, let's start at a small level you know, let's say someone's interested in, you know, trying to put in a PR strategy. They want to start local. All right. How can lawyers get even just some free local media coverage? Right. So it's, it's, it's easy. It's just knowing who writes about companies like yours. If you have a local newspaper, review it and who writes about like, you know, uh, law firms, and Mm -hmm. it may take a few months to figure out you know, when they appear, but if not, you could look at who covers businesses, your size, and then just make a call and say, Hey, I would like to pitch a story to Bob Jenkins. Uh, could I talk to him? Uh, and they'll either put you through sometimes they won't, uh, but you could ask for the email address and they'll give it to you. They're not really trying to be, uh, like these people that are just unaccessible. They're, they're, they're members of the media. So they, they, you know, they deal with interactions and, uh, just talk to them. They'll let you know if they, if, if they're the right person and, uh, then you can pitch them your idea. Uh, you can do that with other, like maybe community papers that are not the daily paper. Um, you can do this with, if you have magazines, um, in your area, uh, it also works with TV and radio. The the key difference being that you're not reaching the host of a show or segment that you've targeted, but the producer or booker for that show. Um, but again, it might take a little bit of time to say, uh, you may have to quiz some people say, hey, you ever seen uh, programs that spotlight attorneys from time to time or mention something? And people might say, hey, there's this uh, radio segment that every once in a while talks about issues and they'll cover, uh, you know, consumer affairs type things, but they will talk about, you know, legal things from occasion. That might be a good place to target, especially if you have something that uh, you're really trying to promote or just educate the, you know, local people about. Out. And so that could be an opportunity. It, it's really as easy as that. And it's about establishing a relationship. Uh, it can, you know, email, phone calls work. It, it's just whatever naturally they, they seem to prefer. Uh, you can ask them, what's your 
preference in the future, phone call or email, uh, they'll let you know. In some cases, it might even be Twitter, um, though I think the local media is probably less of that than, than your national media. But uh, everybody has a preferred way of contact. And uh, as long as you're coming across as friendly and uh, trying to build rapport, uh, it, it should be received well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it just, it, it should be a standard that you have a media, a strategic media contact, you know, along with your other general referral sources, whether it's a CPA or some sort of mediator or counselor or anything like that. Um, you know, definitely it's, it's all about relationships. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's a, such a huge part of, of any business. So um, I have one uh, question here before we start to wrap up um, in terms of you know, length, like how long should a press release be when you write it up? It should be as concise as possible, but long enough to provide context. And for most releases, 400 to 600 words seems more than enough. I have seen an argument for longer ones, and I've sometimes agreed that there was a need for it, uh, but that's very rare. And it's usually on something that's very technical and complicated. And uh, yet the audience is a complicated and technical audience where a long piece makes more sense than just sending them to a web page where you might have technical details. Uh, for consumer electronics, I would just say send to a page with tech specs. Don't put it in the press release. But there is some applications where your 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 uh, audience is so you know niched and focused. Just get the technical information there on the page. Awesome. Well, Mickey, this has been fantastic. I think I'm out of questions for you. I've learned a lot uh, just in terms of how to craft maybe some future press releases here for Spotlight Branding and maybe for this show. Um, if anyone out there is interested in potentially working with you, I know we do. We've worked with lawyers who have a national audience. I, I know a lot of them uh, feel like they're they're super niche down, so their audience is nationwide in, in terms of getting their case. So how can they get in touch with you to potentially work with you and, and build some of that out? Right. I would recommend uh, visiting the website, ereleases.com. You can chat with uh, one of the editors there or give us a phone call. We have no salespeople. It's just editors. And we specialize in helping people with their first releases uh, who may not know how this works. And we're willing to review press releases for you or talk to you about ideas and let you know whether we would be a good fit or not. And uh, all of our social media is on the lower right of the the website. Uh, I also have a free master class on press release strategies I'll make available. Um, it's at ereleases.com forward slash plan, P-L-A-N. It's less than an hour long, but it goes through a lot of strategic types of press releases that may not seem very obvious, but they have a, a strong track record of getting success like the survey and study idea that we mentioned before. Awesome. And I'll make sure that those are in the show notes for everyone out there. If you're interested in checking that out, uh, that's going to wrap it up here. I do have one final question for you. It's how we end every show here. And that is if you had one piece of advice for our lawyers out there, what would it be? I would say uh, to put yourself out there and don't be afraid of, of taking the chances. Uh, so many people feel I'm not important. I'm not newsworthy enough. And they stay in the shadows. The only reason one person is out there and gets all of the attention is because they put themselves out there and, you know, nothing made them the expert or leadership other than their willingness and ability to get out there. And after a while, you know, they, they came to be the recognized expert. So, you know, go ahead and do it for your, 
practice, your business, uh, try to uh, push yourself to get a little more visibility. Um, it doesn't have to be you're the industry expert, uh, but you could be your local community expert on the niche that you serve. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't agree with that enough. I mean, it's, there's, there's so many adages, you know, if a tree falls in the forest, there's one about a bear in the woods, but you know, I mean, you know, you could be the best lawyer in your town, but if you're not getting yourself out there and you're not making sure that people know it, no one's going to know that. And so uh, great information there. Great insight. I really do appreciate it. That's going to do it for us this week. Continue to rate review us on Apple podcasts, uh, YouTube, Pandora, Spotify, wherever you're listening to the show. Uh, we really appreciate the feedback that we're getting and that's going to do it. Mickey, thank you so much. Thank you. All right, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. To learn more, go to spotlightbranding.com slash center stage.